What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my top 36 week nine wide receiver rankings while also splitting these players up into different tiers. If you guys enjoyed the video, smash that like button, subscribe to the channel. Also check out the running back rankings if you guys are interested, but let's just dive right into tier one. Even with the four teams on by, I still feel like the wide receiver position is very, very strong. A lot of depth at the wide receiver position. So looking at tier one, we're going to have Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, AJ Brown, Stephon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, and Keenan Allen. I feel like these guys are pretty much the consensus top options at this point. Obviously, Tyreek Hill has been a monster. Jamar Chase looks great. Same thing with Joe Burrow coming back, looking very healthy. Good to see those two moving forward. AJ Brown has been on an absolute tear. So even in a tough matchup against the Cowboys, I still think he's a fantastic high-end wide receiver one play. Then we're going to have Stephon Diggs, another guy who's just a consistent mid to high-end wide receiver one. CeeDee Lamb coming off a big game. And even though the Eagles defense is like widely regarded as being one of the best in the NFL, they have not been good at stopping the pass. So opposing fantasy quarterbacks and wide receivers have been able to put up a lot of points on the Eagles. So really not super concerned about the matchup there. And then wrapping up this tier with Keenan Allen, tough matchup against the Jets, but Keenan Allen has just been a target funnel for Justin Herbert um, ever since Mike Williams went down. And even before that, all season long, Keenan Allen has been a very solid option. Now shifting into tier two, these are going to be like your mid to back end wide receiver ones. We're going to start it off with Adam Thielen. The man just continues to command a crazy amount of volume. Really just got to give him his respect here. He's got to be locked and loaded in your lineup every single week. Behind Thielen, we're going to have Cooper Cup. Still some uncertainty with the Matthew Stafford situation. Even if Stafford's not playing, I probably would drop Cup a few spots, but he'd still be someone who's pretty much locked into my fantasy lineups. Um, then we're going to have Jalen Waddell. Finally kind of had a breakout game last week. I think he's a nice option moving forward. Could be a high scoring game here going up against the Chiefs. Devontae Adams, some people may think this is too high because he's been on a little bit of a skid last four weeks. Also, you have the you know coaching situation all turned around. You have Jimmy G no longer playing as the starter. You have Aiden O'Connell now taking over. I still just think Devontae Adams is so talented. I think he's going to find a way to produce here. I think this is probably a bigger hit to Jacoby Myers just because it's a lot easier to support one top weapon compared to two in an offense that's not that great. So I still have Devontae as a wide receiver one. If you know you're fading off him a little bit, I understand, but I still feel like if you have him in any normal size league, he should still be locked into your fantasy lineups. And then we're going to have Mike Evans just continues to produce Bucks wide receiver one. And then the final player in this tier is going to be Devonta Smith. I'm um, going up against the Cowboys, tough matchup, but had a bounce back game in week eight. Even with AJ Brown on a tear, I still really like Devonta Smith as a back end wide receiver one. Now shifting into tier three, these are going to be like your high end wide receiver twos to your mid tier wide receiver twos. Going to start it off with Chris Olave. I'd say from a fantasy production standpoint, Olave has been disappointing, but he continues to command a lot of volume. He's had a lot of big yardage games. He just hasn't been able to convert in the touchdown department. So I still think he's someone I would trust as like a high-end wide receiver too. Uh, behind Olave, we have Puka Nakua. Obviously, Matthew Stafford missing would definitely be a hit to Puka, but I still feel like him and Cup have both proven they're very, very talented, and they pretty much should be started regardless of the quarterback situation. 
Also, I think of like all the offenses in the NFL, McVay is probably one of the best head coaches who's going to be able to kind of, you know, manufacture touches for these guys, um, even if Stafford is not playing. So after Puka, we're going to have Garrett Wilson. Love the matchup here against the Chargers, and they just continue to pepper this dude with targets. I feel like the only thing he's going to be lacking is like the touchdowns um, because the Jets just haven't scored a ton, especially through the air, but the volume is going to be there. He's going to rack up a lot of yardage. So I do like Garrett Wilson this week. Um, Then we're going to have Nico Collins coming off a down game, but looking at the entire season sample size, he is still a locked in, you know, mid to high end wide receiver too. CJ Strouds look great. I really like Nico Collins, not fading off of him, you know, with the bye week, a down week eight, not really concerned there. And then finishing up this tier with Michael Pittman, the dude commands a lot of volume. He's been ultra consistent with Gardner Minshew at the quarterback position. I really think he only has one down game all season long. So you got to feel good firing up Michael Pittman every single week. Now shifting into a very, very large tier four, the wide receiver position is very strong. I feel like a lot of these players are pretty interchangeable. So we're going to start it off with T Higgins. I imagine a lot of people are going to think this is too high and I get it because production wise this season, he has not been playing at this level. He has not been a mid-tier wide receiver too, but he was dealing with the uh, rib fracture it's been a few weeks since that happened, so he should be you know, as healthy as he's been over the last few weeks. You also had Joe Burrow coming back, looked great in uh, week eight. And we've seen what T. Higgins can do operating as the wide receiver two here with a healthy Joe Burrow. He was a high-end wide receiver two in 2021. And then in 2022, he was a mid-tier wide receiver two. And that was while, you know, having a few games in there where he like only played a few snaps because of weird injury stuff. So when he is healthy and Joe Burrow is playing, he is a very, very solid option. I talked about him as a buy low this week. I still like him here as a mid-tier wide receiver two for fantasy. Then we're going to have Zay Flowers coming off his first like real down game of the season. Not super concerned. Like the way Lamar's looked as a passer. Like the way Zay Flowers has produced so far. Then we're going to have DK Metcalf. I'd say Metcalf has been a little bit underwhelming. This was kind of my concern heading into the season with him. I wasn't super high on him. And it just came down to the fact that I thought he lacked ceiling. You have Tyler Lockett there. You had JSN coming in. You have other weapons. He hasn't been able to flash that ceiling so far. I still think he's a decent like wide receiver too, but he's definitely not competing for like the wide receiver one production like fantasy wise so far this season. Then as my wide receiver 21, I have DJ Moore. He's had two not so great games with Bajan at quarterback, but I think he'll be fine. The volume has been decent. He could draw Marshawn Lattimore in this matchup, which wouldn't be great, but I still think he's talented enough where you play him as a wide receiver too. Um, a big riser from last week, going to be Deontay Johnson. We saw him get completely back to his target earning ways. I believe he commanded 14 targets last week to five from George Pickens. I like the matchup here against the Titans. Looks like Kenny Pickett's probably going to be the guy this week. So I think you fire up Deontay Johnson as a back end wide receiver too. And then in that same matchup, we have DeAndre Hopkins coming off the massive boom game in Will Levis's first start. I feel like you got to feel good about D-Hop moving forward. I talked about him as a sell high. I still think he's a solid sell high, but if you want to keep him, I think you play him with confidence this week. I'm hoping Will Levis can continue to produce at a high level. And then we're going to have Terry McLaurin finishing up the top 24 wide receivers. He's been very consistent as of late. The Patriots matchup really isn't scaring me here. Sam Howell's been pretty solid, at least, you know, supporting his top fantasy weapon. So I think you feel good about Terry McLaurin. And then we're going to have Chris Godwin. 
Godwin got off to a little bit of a slow start to the season. Mike Evans was having these big boom games. Since then, he's kind of closed the gap a little bit. He's been a very consistent option, even without flashing those super high ceiling games. So I like Godwin as like a fringe wide receiver two play. Tyler Lockett with his boom game in week eight has come really close to closing the gap between him and Metcalf in terms of their points per game this season. I still do prefer Metcalf, but Every year, it seems like Tyler Lockett's undervalued. There's always a huge difference between Metcalf and Lockett. And at the end of the season, they're always in a very, very similar spot. We could be in store for a similar thing this year. Um, And then the final guy in this tier is going to be Josh Downs. Got to give Downs some respect. Last four weeks, he's been a beast. Rookie wide receiver, he could continue to get better rest of season. Minshew continues to feed him the ball. I think if you have Josh Downs, you scooped him up off of waivers. You got to be feeling great at this point. And then tier five, a much smaller tier. We're going to go Jordan Addison, George Pickens, Marquise Brown, and Drake London. So for Jordan Addison here, obviously losing Kirk is a massive disappointment. I still think he's going to be okay for fantasy, at least until Justin Jefferson returns. I feel like they're going to manufacture ways to get him targets. And I just think they're going to feed him a lot of volume. Now, the touchdowns may not be there like they have been in previous weeks, but I still think he's definitely playable. Then we have George Pickens. It may seem harsh to have such a difference between Pickens and Deontay. It's really not that massive. I just prefer the target earning ability of Deontay Johnson. This was a concern I had with George Pickens where if he's not able to command a ton of volume, you're in a tough spot where you really like need him to break a big play. I mean, he even broke a big play last week, had a nice touchdown catch and still, right? That was the only reception he had in the entire game. So I do like the matchup here against the Titans, but I do prefer Deontay Johnson at this point. Then Marquise Brown, quarterback situation up in the air. Obviously, I'd feel a lot better if it was Kyler. If it's uh, Clayton Toon, then you don't feel great. But I mean, I don't know how much worse it could be than Josh Dobbs. I think Dobbs was solid in terms of like, he wasn't a super passive backup who came in, but I think Marquise Brown can find a way Um, Obviously, if it's not Kyler or Dobbs, you don't feel as great. So mid-tier wide receiver three. And then the final guy in this tier, Drake London. We have Taylor Heineke taking over. I love to see that. I'm excited to see Drake London with someone who has proven ability to support his top fantasy weapons. And then the final tier here, tier six, going to start it off with Jacoby Myers. I mentioned it with Devontae Adams. I do think Myers is the guy who takes the biggest hit with like the coaching turnover, the uh, you know quarterback switch with Jimmy G. He really only had one down game the entire season. His other poor performance was uh, with Aiden O'Connell at quarterback, I do believe. So I think he takes a hit. Still think he's playable, but I don't think he's like that locked in wide receiver two that you felt great about prior to the Monday night game. Then we're going to have Amari Cooper. If Deshaun Watson plays, you bump him up into like tier five or tier four. But at this point, he's going to sit here. Really hasn't been great with the uh, backup starting. Then we go with Gabe Davis, boomer bust. He could go out, give you 20 plus. He could go out, catch one pass for 10 yards. You don't know what you're going to get. You just got to take the risk if you're going to play him. And then we have Rasheed Rice, who is kind of, you know, starting to earn more and more work. Took a little bit of a step back with Justin Watson playing, but he just continues to produce at a higher level than these other wide receivers. I like the matchup here against the Dolphins. Think they could run the score up on this one, like I already talked about. So I think he's an interesting option as a back-end wide receiver three. And then Michael Thomas, I mean, this is just his range. Every week, he's giving you five for 60, four for 60, five for 70. It's just like clockwork every single week, like the matchup against the Bears. So he is going to be the final wide receiver here. That's going to wrap it up for the top 36. 
Hopefully you guys enjoyed the video. If you did, give me a like, subscribe. I really appreciate it. Uh, tomorrow, I believe I'm going to be going through some um, deep like waiver wire targets with potential upside rest of season. So uh, stay tuned if you are interested in that. But thank you all for stopping by. I will see you in the next one.